Welcome to the Scott Shepard Podcast. I am a man on a mission to create an army of independent writers, creators, and thinkers who make a hell of a living doing what they love. And it all starts with one thing, and that is doing things the old way, the hard way, the deliberate way, the anti-net way. Listen in as I share thoughts and rants of what goes on behind the scenes as I create an independent knowledge empire where I get to spend my days doing what I love, reading, writing, and thinking while making a hell of a living and helping my people do the same. Hey, what is up, friend and fellow anti-netter? What I want to talk to you about today is the concept that uh, I did to grow my own anti-net Zettelkasten movement. And it is the idea of forking a community. Now, the concept of forking comes from uh, essentially the land of software development and coding. Uh, Within the realm of GitHub, which is essentially like a community of code repositories and open source code projects, wherein people you know, essentially publish their own, you know, pieces of software, web applications, any application, any code repository, website, whatever. And what you want to, what you do and what you'll see is some people will say, you know what, I like 96% of this, but there's like 4% of this that I want to change and, and go and, um, kind of use the base, the base code, but kind of correct some things and do some things different. And, you know, it could be like they'll keep 80% of the code base or like 96% of the code base, but the base layer of the code, you know, stays the same. And then what you do is you click a button and it's you essentially fork the repository and you clone it into your own environment, like your own, you know, uh, local uh, file system. And then you update and create new code and then you essentially publish your own version of the forked software that forked repository of code now this whole concept of forking has spread into the land of other digital uh, essentially ecosystems such as blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies you know you'll often see you know a a big cryptocurrency that like such as ethereum and then what you'll find is there will be some faction for instance in the world of ethereum they essentially you know have a cryptocurrency and a blockchain technology and they decided to move towards I won't get into the technical details, but some way of mining cryptocurrencies that doesn't have to deal with and do uh, deal with actually crunching numbers anymore and mining. So what happened is a lot of the people in that space, a lot of the, you know, traditional Ethereum miners, people that would mine and crunch numbers, you know, were disenchanted by this move. And so what they did was they forked Ethereum and they, they have like, they continue to have a version of Ethereum of the cryptocurrency that's, you know, an Ethereum proof of work for miners, right? For people that like to mine and crunch numbers to generate cryptocurrency. So 
that is an example of forking. You essentially take the base layer, the base technology, the base idea, but then you fork it and you implement your own code, your own al- algorithm, your own philosophies, uh, such that you know for those people that agree with your philosophies, uh, they can follow your new direction. Well, this concept is effectively the same exact concept that you should follow and that I followed when I built my anti-net Zettelkasten movement. You see, at the time, the main community for Zettelkasten was found in, you know, the Reddit community r slash Zettelkasten. And I would say like 99.99% of people had bought into and followed the philosophy of Zettelkasten.de and they created some kind of weird version, a digital version of Zettelkasten um, according to the directive and advice of an individual in that space who I actually really like, a guy named Sasha Fast. And the problem was, is that, you know, as I went very, very, very deep into the world of Zettelkasten and Nicholas Lumen's true version of Zettelkasten, which is what, you know, Zettelkasten is based on, I discovered that it was wholly different from what was being taught and how other people were understanding it. And, you know, this was further kind of cascaded by Zonke Ahrens' book, How to Take Smart Notes. And so what you had was all of these abstractions that were based on wrong abstractions in the first place. And there was just a ton of confusion and a ton of false principles that people were following. You know, and this is, of course, in my opinion. And so what I did was I narrowed in on the congregation, on the core base layer code repository, which was r slash Zettelkasten. And then what I did was I essentially uh, was responding to a ton of people, adding a ton of value, adding my own opinions and sharing with people why I believe certain things and here's how it really works and um, you know my rationale, my reasoning. And what I would also do is I would you know create YouTube videos and then and even articles, but primarily YouTube videos is where things really took off. And I would share those YouTube videos within that community. And after doing this for a while, it became very clear, you know, there was, it was, um, I definitely by far the most polarizing figure in that community. It's either you love me or hate me. Like my posts get like upvoted and downvoted. And, um, what I did was in, because my philosophy was clearly diverging and it was forking from their philosophy. So what I did was I created my own pond, my new repository. I forked essentially that idea of Zettelkasten and I created r slash antinet, which is my own repository, my own forked repository. But the most important thing I did first was I added a ton of value and became known in the original, original congregation, you know, r slash Zettelkasten. 
and slowly but surely, and it's continued to do so, I have essentially forked off and siphoned off my own niche where I'm the only fish in the pond. And this is something I want you to uh, figure out how to do yourself. You need to identify the one community online. I don't know if it's on Reddit or if it's a forum or it's wherever. And you need to become that person. However, you also need to have you know, something I talk about in issue number five of the Scott Shepard letter is you need to have an, a UTSM. That's an unconventional, transcendent, simple message. And it's something wherein you're effectively saying the exact opposite of the conventional wisdom. However, you have valid points. And what you need to do then is you need to fork off that community and create your own community. And you also, you know, essentially want to, you know, still contribute to the old community. But you, for those that agree with your new philosophy, your new UTSM, is you want to give them their own new congregation where they can grow and develop and grow, you know, their own system, right? Their own anti-net Zettelkasten based on your new category of transformation. This is something I talk about in very great detail in issue number five of the Scott Shepard letter. Um, Now, that's something I want you to start thinking about. I want you to identify your own congregation and spend a ton of time just helping people, adding value, but also developing your own philosophy that diverges and essentially forks from that base layer, that base congregation, that base community. So hope that gives you an idea. I think that really the action item here is to identify and focus on one community. I would, you know, try to find some something on Reddit, you know, that speaks to you. For instance, for my main man, Terry Greer, you know, that could be basically, you know, find a, a forum for those trying to get sober or those that are in their fifties and trying to improve their lives or something, right. And become a person that contributes a significant amount of value in that, but then also kind of adopt and develop your own philosophy and fork off into your own niche, your own Reddit community, you know, and that could be a, your own forum, whatever, right. But that is the principle here that is going to give you essentially a, a new pool, a new pond where you are the, the leader and biggest fish in your own new pond, where you can really start to start to build a tribe and then also enact some principles of transforming that tribe into super fans, which is essentially, you know, what, what I, um, you know, go deep, deep, deep into in my program, Right to Freedom. And, you know, not only do I talk about it, I basically will, you know, essentially import that and help you instantiate it and help you actually to do this. So anyway, that's the, uh, that's the little piece of advice. I just got to the office. My stomach is grumbling. I'm really freaking hungry. Um, but yeah, that's it. Anyway, always remember to stay crispy, my friend. Peace.
Hey, real quick. This podcast was made possible by my sponsor, which is me. Yes, frickin' me, Sir Scott of Shepherd. You see, I am committed to never shilling some dildo-freaking-hipster-crappy product like all the other podcasters do, all right? So my only ask is that you spend 10 seconds right now, pull to the side of the road, even if you're on the frickin' freeway, and rate and review this podcast. Then share it with a friend. That's my only ask. You see, this will help spread my movement. I want to create an army of 1,000 independent writers, creators, and thinkers who get to spend their days doing what they love, writing, creating, thinking, and taking notes using analog tools, while also making multiple six figures if they even choose to. And more importantly, I want to help my people build a tribe, a tribe of people that they were meant to serve. And so by rating and reviewing this podcast right now, you will directly help me and many others in achieving this mission. Peace.